Hey, what's up? It's your favorite homegirl, Kayana Rich, and welcome to the first episode of The Rich Talks. Now, for many of you who know me, you know that I take pride in being your favorite homegirl who's always coming with The Rich Talk, who's always keeping it real, always empowering you, always motivating you. Um, And so I'm really excited to be on this journey with you all. I am really super excited to kind of embark on this and for you guys to really be able to allow me to be your favorite homegirl. Now, um... For many people who don't know me or even for the people who have, you know, got wind of my tweets, kind of sort of fell in love with me but don't really know too much about me, um, I figured that I would do this first episode, a little Q&A um, of the questions that you guys have asked me, the questions that you guys want to know when it comes to me. I figured that this is what this episode would be about, kind of an introduction to me and something that you guys can kind of refer to when you want to know a little bit of bit more about me and what you're kind of getting into with this rich talk podcast um so what i've basically done is i've taken some questions that you guys have asked me uh from my twitter and from my instagram and uh we're just gonna go through these um questions we're gonna go through them we're gonna get our answers um and we're really just gonna get on our way to embarking on this new journey and again i am very thankful i am very grateful that you are here exchanging your energy with me that is a form of currency um and i am thankful that you thought that i was worthy of that so again i want to thank you all for coming to the space um and i want to thank you all for being a part of this podcast journey um now this podcast is going to be about me being a millennial spiritual ass person um just learning to kind of navigate through my life with my own beliefs with my own spirituality um and you know hopefully i can kind of share that with you guys um now many people again who know me on social media they do know or even people who know me in real life they know that i've always been about energy i have always been about good vibes i've always been about protecting my energy i've always been about giving good energy i've always just been someone who always wants to keep it real but always wants to conquer everything that i do with love um and so um for many people they kind of are getting to know me just by me being a tarot intuitive reading a psychic medium um and and kind of that journey that i've just kind of really started to explore or really started to really share um with people in my life whether it be people on social media or it be people in my everyday life so um we're gonna kind of You know, this podcast is going to kind of be where we navigate through life, growing, healing, leveling up from things. Um, And we're doing that kind of from the perspective of a healer. We're doing that from a perspective, um, from kind of my perspective. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, come to me for readings. They come to me for advice. Um, And every time that I link up with some dope people and I'm, you know, doing a reading for them, they're always like, damn, like, you should have a podcast. Like, you should have a space where I could just, like, come back and listen to some shit that you said or, you know, refer back to the stuff that you said. So that is what this is. We're here to kind of just unravel our beliefs on current and learned topics in life. Um, and this journey is for, you know, to help me heal, to help you guys heal, for us to all heal and live in our rich 
luxurious lives and you know everyone aspires to live that rich luxurious life but there's a lot of groundwork that we do or that there's a lot of groundwork that you have to do to kind of get to that life so I hope that on this podcast um, or my hope for this podcast is to be able to take you along my journey um, and to help you heal and to help us all become the best versions of ourselves. So grab a glass of whatever you're in the mood for, whether it is wine, smoothie, water, whatever it is, um, and come join me. Let's have a moment. Let's let's rich. Let's, you know, let's have a rich and real talk. Let's, you know, heal um, all from hopefully your new favorite homegirl, Kayana Rich. So. Um, getting into this episode, um, this episode again is just a little bit more so about me. Um, this episode is more so just a focus on kind of questions that you guys have asked me, questions that you guys wanted to know about me. Um, and so that is kind of what, again, this podcast is going to be about. So let's get into these questions um, and let's see. So, um, I was born and raised in Canada by Jamaican parents. Um, dope Jamaican parents. I love my parents. Anyone who knows my parents knows that my parents are dope. I love them. They are amazing people. Um, and I feel like, you know, my parents have always made sure that they raised their kids to be cultured. So, you know, we were always in Jamaica. We are always back home. Jamaica is a second home for me. Um, I love everything about Jamaica. Um, I feel like I'm always the most spiritually in tune after I come back from Jamaica. That is my roots. Um, I am Canadian, but, you know, I don't belong here. It's cold. It's ghetto. Like, it's not for me. Um... So yeah, so I feel like over the past maybe two years, going on three, I finally kind of learned to just take life on my own terms and my beliefs. Um, and you know, every day I'm learning how to kind of navigate through life, being a millennial, being spiritual, um, being a healer, you know, every day I'm kind of just trying to navigate through that. Um, so f like I said, um, my first question is what was my experience like when I had my first spiritual awakening? Um, for me, I don't know if I can say that I had like a first spiritual awakening because honestly, my spiritual awakening felt like it was a tornado of just like thing after thing after thing after thing after thing. It was hard. It was really hard. Um, you know, it took a lot of belief. It took a lot of strength. Um, you know, a lot of times with your spiritual awakening, you're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel confused. You're going to feel like you don't know what is going on. Um, and that was kind of what it was for me. Um, so basically, it's just, you know, um, I really acknowledged it or nurtured it when I was going through my own personal tower moment. So, you know, my own moment of kind of just like unexpected change. That honestly, me as a Taurus, Taurus, Sun, Virgo, Moon, Cancer, Rising, baby, I am not with the change. I am not with embracing different things. I like to have things planned. I like to know what I'm going through, what I'm getting through, what I'm getting at. I like to know. So for me... um, 
it was like after that moment, a lot of things just started changing for me. It was like a lot of relationships with people that I loved and care about. Um, I had a little bit of a health scare. Um, and it was kind of just like everything in between. But funnily enough, um, I feel like everything kind of kicked off for me on my trip to Jamaica. So I had gone on a family trip and I had spent some time in the ocean. Um, and, you know, growing up again, coming from a spiritual family, coming from, you know, my father having spiritual gifts, my father being my mentor, you know, my sisters having spiritual gifts, they're probably going to kill me for saying that. But, um, you know, my family just being a spiritual family altogether, I had always felt like I didn't have the gift. Um, but I always had this like very strong connection when it came to bodies of water. No matter where I went on vacation, whether it was Jamaica or any other island, I needed to be in a body of water. And when I was in that body of water, now mind you, I'm not going like deep, deep, deep in the water because the body of water, the ocean, it has a mind of its own, baby. So um, I'm definitely not going deep in the water, but you know, going in the water, being in the ocean, I always felt like I needed to speak to the mother of the ocean. I always felt like I needed to thank her for the blessings that she had already bestowed upon me. I felt like when I went into that body of water, that was my place of releasing things. That was my place of manifesting things. That was my place of just kind of washing off all the bad juju, all the evil eye, you know all of that so that is kind of why i always make it a point of duty um i mean the pandemic kind of ruined that for me but that is kind of why i always tried to make it a point of duty for me to always go back or visit an island every year whether it was for my birthday or a holiday i always needed to be in a body of water because i felt like that was a restart for me being in that salt water washing off all that evil eye that was a refresher for me i always felt like i was coming back better than i came so that was a big thing for me. So um, it was like, okay, I went to Jamaica and I was in the ocean and I, you know, I was just speaking to her and I was letting her know what I wanted and that I desired clarity and I wanted abundance in my life and most importantly, my own identity. Um, you know, I am the middle child out of three girls that my mother and my father had together and I felt like a lot of my identity was always kind of mixed up, whether it was mixed up between my older sister or mixed up between me being like an older sister slash mom to my baby sister. I didn't really feel like I had an identity of my own. Um, and so it was like, you know, when I was in that water and I was kind of just really asking for, you know, the mother of the ocean to kind of just like guide me to find my own identity, guide me to really just step into who I'm, who I want to become. That was, I believe my, I was 25 going on to 26 the following year. And I went to Jamaica. Um, I want to say it was 2018, but I could be wrong. It was 2019 maybe, but I went in that Christmas like that. I spent the Christmas New Year in Jamaica. So going into that, I was 25 coming up being 26. Um, and it was like I was in the ocean and I was just asking for clarity. Like I just knew that I, I needed clarity and I needed clarity on a lot of things. And I needed to be able to feel confident enough to walk into my own purpose. Um, and so it wasn't until kind of I came back, I was shedding a lot of relationships, I was letting go of a lot of people, I was letting go of a lot of kind of opinions that I had about myself that were kind of derived from the opinions of other people. 
Um, and I went on a trip and it was my first like real trip, my first real like solo trip with no family members involved, just like really me really going somewhere, really figuring out myself, like really doing the damn thing. That was my first real trip. Um, and I went on that trip and again, I was faced with another body of water in Ireland and it was just a awakening moment for me. Um, and mind you going on to that trip, I was struggling. Like, I was, again, struggling with trying to figure out who I wanted to be. I was struggling, you know, in many different aspects of my life. I was letting go of a lot of things, but I was also, you know, not really sure if I was just lost or if I was going through an awakening. I didn't know which one it was. So there was a lot of confusion around that trip. There was a lot of confusion in my head, what I was going to do, where I was going, um just who I was becoming. There was a lot of confusion around that and I was really trying to figure out how to navigate that. But alone, um, that trip alone just kind of really just opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I think if you even look on my Instagram, that picture will be there to show you. Um, like I said that this was like a pivotal moment in my life and I knew it at the time, but I didn't know how pivotal or I didn't know how important it was. I just knew that I'd come back from Jamaica. I knew that I was going to start to be intentional. I knew that I was becoming more intentional with trying to figure out myself. And I knew that I wasn't going to let anyone distract me from that intentional search that I was going through. Mm. And so after that trip, um, then I had a little bit of a health scare. So for anyone who knows me, they know. Um, I think I've talked about it maybe a little bit here and there on my Twitter. But that was when I was really kind of like dealing with my PCOS. So I had a little bit of a health scare. Um, and, you know, with my health scare came, you know, hospitalization. My 26th birthday came up. I was just, it was just like a lot of things. There was a lot of things. And that was the moment where, again, I felt like I was lost. I felt like I didn't know. It was like, okay, here I am trying to rediscover myself. Here I am trying to figure out who the hell it is that I even want to be. And now I'm dealing with possibly never even being able to be who it is that I always thought I wanted to be. You know, here I am feeling like, okay, what else can go wrong? Because, like, I'm just going through a treacherous few months. Like, treacherous. Like, it was just like, okay, what else could go wrong at this point? Um, and, you know, it was in that moment of, like, me trying to heal and me trying to figure out what my next moves was that I really, I got really close to God. And I want to just say this to people because I know a lot of people think that like with tarot and all this stuff, like how could you believe in God and still do tarot? Like, listen, God put this magic in me, baby. God would not give me this gift if I wasn't supposed to use it to be a vessel on earth. I believe in God. Sorry. And anyone that I talk to or anyone that I speak to, even before I even really touch base on my gift... God was always something that I believed in. So I am not worshiping no devil. I'm not doing no devil's work. I am not doing none of that crazy hoorah stuff. God, my God knows me. And my God knows my heart. And my God knows what I am doing. And my God knows my intention behind it. So 
Um, I just want to make that clear because that was when I really built my relationship with God. And that was when I really started to turn to prayer and I started to turn to Psalms and I started to turn to just like what I needed or how I could, what kind of pattern or organizational skill did I need to do in order for me to feel like, okay, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I know that I'm doing the right thing and I am confident that I'm doing the right thing because there was a lot of times where I didn't know what I was doing again. Um, and I, I was journaling and I was, you know, going through my journaling and doing all of that. And it was kind of just like everything once I kind of went through that journaling moment and I really went through what felt like the bottom and I started journaling. I was praying consistently. I was being intentional with, you know, what I was doing for myself. I was being intentional with who I was trying to be. I was being intentional with the work that I was doing. Like everything that I did from the point of me coming back from Jamaica to the point of, you know, my 26th birthday um, and even a little bit after that, everything that I started doing was very, very intentional. So I could say that, that it was definitely about intention. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of my experience. It, like I said, it had a lot of lows, but the highs that came out of it was I had an amazing relationship with God. I was building my confidence within myself and I was really starting to define who it was as a woman that I wanted to be. And it didn't have any strings attached to what anyone else in my family assumed that I needed to be. And it's something that, you know, it's a pro it's progress. It's something that, you know, takes a while. I won't say that you just wake up one morning and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be this person. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's all. It takes some time, but it was worth it and it'll be worth it. And you just have to believe that you'll get out of it and you'll come out of it stronger than you, you ever have. And you, you have to find resources for me. Like I said, for me, it was prayer. For me, it was journaling. For me, it was manifesting. For me, it was, you know, doing my vision boards, which we'll talk about later because everyone knows how I feel about vision boards by now. Um, but it was it was a lot of those things that I just had to do because I knew that I wanted to be a different person and I wasn't going to come out of it anything other than better than what I came into it being. Um, so yeah. And that was pretty much my spiritual awakening moment. Um, what is my sign? Okay, so um, I am a Taurus sun, a Virgo moon, and a Cancer rising. So I'm very grounded, but I'm also very emotional and extremely particular. Um, I would like to say that people see me as a Taurus, but after this episode, hit me up and let me know what you think. Comment on this post, hit me up, and let me know what you think after, you know, listening to me talk what sign you really think I am or what sign I really kind of connect with because I feel like right off the top you know I'm a Taurus but again whatever <laughs> um experiences that I've had when I started realizing that I had a gift um so again for me um you know Growing up in a spiritual family, I probably always had an inkling that I had a gift. I probably just never really like tapped into it or never really paid attention to it um, or never really wanted to accept it because I knew that it came with a lot of responsibility and I knew that it came with a lot of, you know, a lot of power. You know, I knew that it came with a lot of, I think it was more so the responsibility and I didn't think that I was prepared for it. 
Um, but you know, God's time is always the right time. And, um, I would always kind of like see things in the corner of my eye. I would always feel energy. I always knew when I walked into a room, if the energy was off. I always knew if I was talking to someone that they weren't being genuine. I always knew that, you know, walking into a space that there was some bad juju going on. Like I always could sense things. I could always feel things. I probably could always kind of sort of see things, but I was not trying to have that. I was not trying to be scared going to sleep at night. I was not trying to have any of that. So I was very much like not allowing any of those things to really come in or any of those things to really be a part of my life because I just wasn't interested in it. Um, and again, it wasn't until I was gifted um, a tarot deck and then when I really just started using the tarot deck and I started reading, like I even started reading my friends, my family, then I started reading random people on Twitter um, it wasn't until then that I was kind of like, okay, like you got to trust your intuition on this because a lot of people are expecting you to be amazing. A lot of people are expecting you to not know what you're doing. Um, and as time went on, my tarot deck became my best friend. And then as time went on, my tarot deck became something that I don't necessarily really need all the time. It was just kind of like, it was an, it was an evolving, it was an evolving um, gift, you know what I mean? I, I would say that. Um, where do I see myself in five years? Honestly, I see myself in uh, continuing to heal, continuing to grow, continuing to be a great person. I think that, again, as an earth sign, as a Taurus, I'm always trying to be creative. So I would say in five years, you know, I'm able to create... Um, a space where I can kind of help people interactively, like help people personally. Um, I would love to have, you know, um, like an office or a building where, you know, creatives can come and they can create their content and, you know, they can get that advice. They can do whatever, you know, is possible. Um, I just hope to still be able to do what I love and that's helping people and that's reaching people all over the world. Um, but not forgetting my other passions like my fashion um, and my other passions like makeup and not forgetting all those things. So I would hope that that's where I would be in five years. God willing, it might be even sooner. You never know. Mm. And to close it off, um, what has been the hardest part of being a healer? Hmm. I think the hardest part for me being a healer, um, there's two things that have been really hard. The first thing that's been really hard for me is, you know, still having that experience of meeting people and still having that experience of like giving people the benefit of the doubt. Because I feel like a lot of times when I know something and I can feel it and I know it, it's kind of like I still want to give people the benefit of the doubt because I don't want to invade their privacy and I don't want to like invade their mental space. You know what I mean? I want to still be able to have that experience where, you know, I connect with people genuinely. You know, I become close with people genuinely. I hope that people aren't going to hurt me genuinely. Um, 
because I think that a lot of times it's kind of like there's a lot of lessons and blessings from those experiences. So I try not to make my gift be something that interferes with my personal daily, everyday life. Um, you know, meeting new people, meeting new friends, etc. Um, because I want to be able to still have that experience. You know, I want to still be able to have that authentic experience. And I don't necessarily, as much as I love to control things and know what's happening, I don't like to navigate through relationships too much without kind of like, I don't like to navigate them with knowing everything that it comes with because it then I just become bored right away. And it, it, it I'm not even interested. You know what I mean? Um, and another thing that I would kind of say that has kind of been a um, difficult thing to balance is kind of just learning to shut off the people that I deal with every day, like my clients, you know, the general readings that I put out, the messages that I put out for each signs, like just kind of learning how to navigate my own feelings and their feelings. You know what I mean? Like learning how to kind of separate my, separate it when I'm done. Learning how to like shut that off and not carry those emotions with me into my own personal relationships. Um, because it's not as easy. It's not like clocking into a nine to five and like, you know, when you leave the building, you're just done. And that's it for the day. You know, it's not that easy. Like it's, it's, it's within me. You know what I mean? So it's not that easy. And I, and I kudos to other spiritual workers, other, you know, spiritual tarot, spiritual psychic mediums, any of that stuff, because it's not easy. Like it's really not easy having to learn how to navigate your own emotions and then also having to navigate other people's emotions to help them and then also being able to learn when to shut off other people's emotions and deal with your emotions at the same time. So I definitely think that that is probably the hardest part of being a healer for me. Um, and sometimes, you know, Sometimes I do really well and then there are some times where I need a break and there's some times where I can't do any readings for this week because I need to focus on my own emotions and I need to heal and I need to rest and I need to regroup and I need to rejuvenate like you know what I mean there's there is definitely that moment and I thank people who understand that energy work is not easy and who are respectful and who um are polite and who understand that it's not like I'm clocking into a job and I'm doing something on a computer. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know a lot of these people that I'm doing readings for. I've never met you. A lot of these people are on in a completely different country. So there's a lot of things that I, you know, have to carry and there's a lot of things that I have to learn to really compartmentalize and like really learn to kind of divide and separate. So yeah, so I would definitely say that that's probably um, two of the hardest things, being a healer, being a spiritualist, being a tarot reader, being a medium, being a psychic, like those are probably um, two of the most difficult things. Um, yeah, so now that we are wrapping up this episode, of course, I want to thank everybody for even staying this long and listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you guys more than you know. This has been something that has been definitely nerve-wracking for me um, because I am definitely comfortable with typing and taking really cute pics, but talking 
um, it's something that I'm learning and I'm learning to just kind of be very authentic and let you guys really see who I am. So what I'm going to do, if you have lasted this long in the podcast, the first five people to DM me on any social media platform um, and tell me um, what country and where I was when I kind of had that really big moment that really big, big moment, Um, and I'll give you the answer. I just need you to come and tell me. So if you can tell me that I was in Jamaica in the ocean, um, I will give you a free 20-card freestyle reading um, just for tuning into this podcast and just to show my gratitude to you all. So peace and blessings. I want to thank you all for tuning into this episode of The Rich Talk, and I hope that you come on this journey with me. There's so much more that we get to talk about, so much more that we get to unpack, and I'm just really, really excited to do this with you guys. Peace and blessings, love. It's your favorite home girl. Have a good night.